Did you know journaling can actually transform your life? You know, a lot of people might think, oh, you know, journals are just some old time thing that people did in the past, but not today. No, journaling during your prayer time can actually transform your prayer time. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Life is Jesus Christ with Sean Paul. Make sure you subscribe to stay connected. We pray your life in Christ be supercharged with today's message. Hello, Sean Paul with Life is Jesus Christ. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. We're going to continue this series that we've been on for quite some time. And uh, this is part 19. And I believe that we're probably going to have a lot more parts coming as well. And we're talking about developing intimacy with God. And, you know, to me, I just don't think it's like a uh, seven keys to developing intimacy. Yes, you can make it that short, but I think there's a lot of components in having our relationship with God. And I just believe that, uh, you know, as you listen to this series, as you apply these things that I'm sharing with you uh, in your life, in this series, I believe that you're going to see a massive change in your heart and in your life and your relationship with God in developing intimacy. And I can tell you, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, I myself think that this has actually helped me as well. There's some decisions that I'm making in my own life uh, for the future, and uh, I believe that because of these things that I'm teaching and I'm learning myself, it, meaning that I'm t- uh, that I'm studying, I'm I'm researching, and things like that, it's actually transforming my life as well. It's helping me become more intimate and listen to God and follow His lead and be obedient to what He's calling me to do. You know, last week we talked about diving into the Word, reading God's Word. Um, obviously, that's one of the most important components that we could. Um, actually do in our lives. Um, you know, today I was reading something on Facebook and, um, you know, someone posted something and it was just really, sadly, it just was not scriptural at all, but there was just hundreds of people saying amen. And that's just a sad thing is that so many people are not diving in God's word and reading his word on a consistent, constant basis, you know, to where they can equip themselves and understand the truths of his word instead of being moved by some meme that, you know, on Facebook that is totally 100% not scriptural law. So, you know, along with that, as far as in reading God's word is, is keeping a journal, you know, recording your thoughts and insights. So, you know, I myself, like this morning, I was studying about patience, something that I need in my life. I think a lot of us probably need our life, you know. I was studying on patience. What was I doing as I was studying? I was journaling. I was writing down insights and thoughts about as far as on uh, patience and having patience. So it's just, you know, not only along with while we're reading God's word, can we journal? We can journal as far as in the thoughts that God um, is giving us while we're praying and seeking his face. You know, the other day, um, like I said, I'm going through not a, not a bad situation, but I'm just going through an area in my life where I'm trying to make some adjustments and I'm trying to hear God while I'm making these adjustments. And, um, you know, on my phone, I have a notepad and, uh, right on my notepad, you know, I, I, uh, I, I know you can't really necessarily read it, but right there, um, uh, you know, there was a journal entry that I was walking. Uh, you know, if you've been listening to this series, you would know that I do a lot of walking, a lot of praying while I'm walking. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. I just kind of sit here and I pray and I'm like, I'm going to go out for a walk. It just seems like it works better for me. So while I'm walking, you know, uh, I was seeking God's face about, you know, getting some answers that I need. And he, uh, he, it was just kind of like a prompting in my spirit, get your phone out. 
just because he knows that I journal on my phone that I or I journal on my computer, but it's all tied together. And so uh, I pulled my phone out and he just started spilling out things to me. I started typing and, you know, it was such a massive insight for me. And since doing that, I have reminded myself over and over in what he's told me. And because of that, it has given me comfort uh, in, in, in the situation I'm going through. And again, I, I don't want it to sound like it's negative. I'm just saying I'm making some decisions, uh, some ministerial decisions uh, for our ministry for the future, along with my wife. You know, we're praying, seeking God's face in these decisions that we need to make for our ministry. So, you know, journaling is just so critical. It's very important. Um, and again, it can transform your life. So let's go ahead and break this down a little bit. Uh, Proverbs 7, 3, it says, uh, tie them on your finger as a reminder, write them deep within your heart. You know, I think, you know, a lot of times we could try to put some things in our minds uh, to bring remembrance of what God's spoken to us. But, you know, how many of us know that sometimes those things can kind of fade away? And it's really, honestly, very important that we actually write it down. Now, I'll give you an example. There is something that I believe that God told me probably about two or three months ago. And um, I have not written it down. I can't tell you exactly why, but um, I have not written it down. And the other day, I was like questioning exactly the verbiage of what he said. See, that's the importance because now it's, it's, it's becoming fuzzy in what he has said to me about that particular situation. And again, it, it's, it's, um, it's the particular words that he used because I think it's important for us to look at the words that he used. And so, see, I did not write it down. So I was questioning the other day, did, did, was it this word or was it this word? So see, to me, when you, you know, the word says, write them deep within your heart, you know, to me, let's just take one more step to write it down. So as you write it down, you, you could have that clarity that you need for the future as well. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's a meeting that I wanted to have with a gentleman uh, um, in the future. And uh, it's something that I'm thinking about uh, as far as what I need to say in this meeting. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a spiritual meeting. It's going to be a, a, a it's going to be a, a like a ministerial business meeting, so to speak. And uh, so I just think it's really important that obviously God's involved in this. So the other day when I uh, was walking and praying, I was thinking about this and I thought, you know, there's some things I need to note there. So I noted it on my phone quickly so I didn't forget. But see, then I went to my office, sat down and um, I began to type out more so what I believe that God is showing me of things that I need to bring up and discuss with this person in the meeting. So see, again, a, a journal is, 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 you know, when I think of a journal, so to speak, uh, I think of a diary uh, that my sister had with a lock on it. And I'm a little kid trying to pick it, uh, pick it open so I could read what my sister wrote. But that's not really what what I, a spiritual journal is. It's not, yes, you can put secret things in there. You could put secret thoughts in there, whatever you want. That's up to you. But I'm just saying a journal is so much more so than just, you know, writing down today. I didn't feel good today. I felt great. I was happy, whatever, you know, it's a lot more so. And trust me, when you learn how to keep a journal, want to keep a journal, you're going to find yourself God is going to begin to spill some things out to you and in your it's going to be a given opportunity for you to be able to note that and document it and write it and then have it for reference 
months from now, years from now, whatever it may be, you know, how long you ever, how, however long you keep it. So you can keep things in remembrance, like what it's saying, right in uh, deep within your heart, you know, tie them on your finger as a reminder. So, um, you know, tie, uh, tie a string around your finger. If someone wants to remember something, you know, it's encouraging you uh, to tie it around your finger. Now, I remember as a little kid, you know, uh, I don't know if it was a movie or show or whatever, they tied an actual string around their finger. I'm not saying that they didn't do those type of things. But, you know, to me, I think, you know, having a like a planner, so to speak, would be tying it around your finger. Now, to me, what I do, because I get all kinds of thoughts, you know, I, I, I'd probably say my mind would scare a lot of people because I think a lot and I'm always thinking about something. So uh, what I do on my phone um, is I just have that, and I don't want to say because it it's going to do it, um, you know, O and then K and then G-O-O-G-L-E. You know, then what I do is I note things in, my, in that. So it, it, it's like a reminder. But then what I can do is then I can take that and put that either into my journal or I can put it into my planner for my future. And I'm not trying to be uh, complex here. You know, uh, now... I'm not making fun of her. I'm just telling you the type, the way my wife is, you know, uh, my wife, you know, she, she plans all of our, uh, mission teams, uh, to the Central America, um, the teams that come from the U S and, uh, she's got things written down here and there, you know, she has a notepad, she carries around, she notes everything, but for the most part, she doesn't keep a planner. Most part, she that's not the way she operates. She doesn't think that way. And that's fine. That's however she wants to do that. You know, I have a friend that ran a very successful business and, uh, I, you know, I talked to him one day and I'm a planner nut. I love planners. And, um, you know, I, I mentioned that to him. He's like, no, I don't have a planner. So some people just don't do it. You know, they don't have that. But to me, you know, this scripture kind of applies to Tie them on your finger as a reminder to me would be either keeping a journal or uh, keeping some type of planner. And like I said, I use electronic means where I could just speak it and then it notes it into my planner. And then I can look at my planner and say, this is what I'm going to do with this. Either I'm going to turn it into a task. I'm going to put it into my journal for later remembrance. It's something that the Lord spoke to me. So I'm just trying to encourage you, if you're not doing it, give it a try. I remember years ago that there would be pastors that I would listen to as a minister. They would keep a notepad by their nightstand at night and a pencil. And it was kind of like a mode of operation, meaning God would wake them up in the middle of the night and speak to their hearts. You know, and you'd be like, well, why Why would God do that? Why wouldn't he just tell them during the day or during their prayer time? You know, to me, it's like this. Um, I was thinking about something today, you know, and I'm I'm believing for for a connection, so to speak, with somebody as far as a ministerial connection. And I I'm believing that God is going to speak to their heart. But if you look at their life right now, their life is is extremely busy right now. So I'm not saying that God can't just shake them and say, Hey, listen, you know, but I just think that thoughts are just flying through their mind like a million miles per hour. So I believe as, as, as the dust settles in their life and, and they get back to the normal schedule that they're used to, I believe that in time, God can speak to their heart. Um, and, and so what I'm trying to say is this, is, you know, to me, when you wake up in the middle of the night, don't discount that. Say, God, is there something you're wanting me to sh share with me? 
And, uh, you know, there's times I'll wake up in the middle of the night. I'm wide awake. So, see, to me, that's the perfect time. The house is quiet. There's no distractions. There's no TV. There's no the, nobody knocking on the door. The phone's not ringing or whatever. That's the perfect time to, for God to sit there and speak to you. So, see, what I'm saying is take a notepad to, to, uh, to, to bed with you. Lay it on your nightstand with a pen or pencil or you know, have your notepad open on your phone and go to sleep. And I promise you, as you have that type of heart to say, God, speak to me, I'm ready to listen. He will do so. And he will give you opportunity to write things down as far as in your journal. And, you know, a story just popped in my mind. Um, there's a gentleman that we met years ago. Um, I cannot remember. Uh, it's either Butch or Jack. I think it's Jack. And uh, he was a gentleman that worked in a factory and they had um, problems with styrofoam and uh, they really, as a, uh, as a company, they didn't want to just dump it into the landfill. Uh, they wanted to do something a little bit more, um, you know, environmentally friendly with it. So uh, one night Jack woke up and was like, the Lord just gave him the formula. He gave him the design of the machine, everything that he needed to be able to put the, the the styrofoam into the machine and that liquid would literally break that uh, that styrofoam down into an environmentally friendly liquid that could be reused for future use. And I remember, I don't remember the whole entire thing, and it was an amazing testimony, like mind-boggling testimony. And so uh, I remember him even saying the liquid, you could actually drink it and it would not harm you. I know it sounds weird and goofy, but I'm just telling you, the result of that, what, or, or him waking up in the middle of the night, writing that down, God giving him the formula, God giving the whole entire design, literally he was able to start a massive business with this, uh, uh, this uh, thing that God gave him in the middle of the night. So I'm just saying, you need to be open for this. If you're not open for it, then basically God can't get your attention. If you're not ready for it, if you're not looking for it, God will not be able to get your attention when he needs to get your attention to be able to share these type of things for you. You know, so so to me, it's something that we should place in our heart. We should desire to have a journal in, or in our lives. And as we do so, I believe that God will begin to speak to you and you'll begin to see him speaking to you more so because you are open to have uh, something ready to write on as he's speaking to you. I mean, um, so, you know, so to me, journaling uh, is is something that I'm not saying that I do on like a consistent, constant basis. I know here I just spoke to you for the last 15 minutes and you're probably thinking, man, this guy's the one of the greatest journalers in the world. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that that's to be true in my life. There's a hit and miss at times, there's a there could be a month that I go by that that I don't journal, that I don't have anything that I've written down in my journals, and then there's a time where maybe I'm going through a not I don't want to say a stressful situation, but I'm going through something where I feel like uh, I'm trying to find answers from God as far as on particular situations in my life, so I'm a little bit more attentive to that. So I'm trying to encourage not only you, I'm trying to encourage me to say, you know what, Sean, you do you probably need to take this a little bit more serious as far as in journaling on a consistent, constant basis. Because I really believe that we're missing out as we're not journaling. 
You know, Revelations 119 says, write down what you have seen, both the things that are now happening and the things that will happen. So obviously this is Apostle John that uh, he's on the Isle of Patmos. Uh, Patmos and uh, I believe that Jesus, no, Jesus is speaking to him and he's telling him to write the things down that you are uh, that are now happening, but also the things that will happen. So how many of us know that Revelations is basically the book of end times, you know, but also Jesus was speaking to the church in the in the in the first part of Revelations. But but Jesus showed John to write these things down and we hold the book of Revelations dear and true as far as what is the future that's coming at the end times. So see, to me, is something very, very important that we should have this in our heart. You know, um, you know, there's many times that God will speak something to you in prayer. God will show something to you in the Word. And uh, I remember uh, I was reading this book by this lady that her whole ministry is in uh, baking bread. Now, you know, you might be thinking, that's weird, you know, her ministry, break, baking bread. But she actually makes Jewish bread, uh, uh, and she invites people over, and she teaches them how to make this bread. And then as she's making this bread— she actually ministers the Word of God to them. And it's a very fascinating book. It's uh, really about prayer and seeking God's face and spending time with God. Uh, so I wish I had the name of the book with you uh, for you right now. But uh, like I said, it's just a very fascinating book. But she is a journaler. I mean, this woman um, has years and years of binders on her shelf as far as uh, while she is journaling and she's hearing God speak to her. And as she is reading God's word, she's writing these things down. She's uh, uh, speaking to the Lord. Uh, she's she's uh, writing down the insights of what she's seen in the word of God. So see, she goes back on a continual, constant, consistent basis as far as uh, what God has spoken to her. Because, you know, sometimes God will speak to us and it's not something for immediate future. Sometimes God will speak to us and, and it takes years to see that come forth. And you need to have this information to refer back to as it comes forth. I mean, I can tell you right now, there's something that I believe that God has spoken to me years ago. I'm still believing it to come true as far as a ministerial uh, uh, thing in my life, as far as for ministry. And it still has not come to fruition so far. But still, it's important to have those things noted. So when those things do begin to come forth, you can say, aha, aha. See, it's important for you to be able to note and say, yes, God spoke that to me. And it was on this date right here when God spoke that to me. You know, so see, it's, it's really important to have that in your walk with God. And then also, you can actually look back through your journal. I don't know about you, but sometimes I can get a little... I don't, you know, I guess this really would be the word for it. I can get a little emotional about things in life. And sometimes if I journal and I write something down, maybe it may seem a little emotional uh, in, in what I wrote. So see, you could even look back in your journal and your entries and see how much growth you had in your life because of your walk with God and your time of intimacy with God. So, uh, you know, that's really pretty much what I want to share today about uh, uh, journaling. Um, but I like to keep these messages around 30 minutes. So what we're going to do is we're going to break into worship. You know, um, like I said, we're talking about uh, 
keys or, or steps that we can make in our life to develop intimacy with God. So yes, uh, reading God's Word and journaling are two very important components as far as maintaining a close, uh, intimate relationship with God. And worship is definitely something that uh, we need to incorporate into our lives. Now, I've shared this before, and I'll share this again. You know, I'm not a natural person um, into worship as far as in singing songs or whatever it may be. Now, I like today, uh, I came in uh, from walking, and uh, a lot of times I'll grab a, a, a cup of tea or whatever it may be, or even coffee, and uh, come up to my office to pray and spend time with God and read read the Word. And before doing so, I think it's important to spend time in worship. Like I said, I, I'm not one of these guys that sing songs. Uh, just never been really something that I do. But I like to play worship music. So that's kind of my form of worship is to play worship music and have worship music going uh, and so obviously, you know, there's many different apps that you can tap into as far as like Spotify or YouTube music or, or, you know, there's other ones. I don't know if Pandora's still around. I don't even know, um, iTunes, but see, you can just literally, uh, you know, have, have a time of worship because we have access to readily, readily available music at any given moment to be able to play that music. We could play it in our cars. We could play it while we're walking, running. We could play it while we're in our homes, spending time in meditation, whatever it may be. But see, it's just so important that we incorporate worship into our lives. Uh, so let's go ahead and look at Psalms 95.1, 2, and then 6 through 7. It is, Come and let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to him with uh, thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to him. And then this is verse 6. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God. We are the people he watches over, the flock under his care. If only you would listen to his voice today. So see, to me, worship is a way to show respect and admiration to God. You know, it can be done in different ways like singing, praying, and bringing offerings to God. So there's many different ways that we can show worship to God. And the scripture is talking about Thanksgiving. See, I shared long ago that, you know, myself, I like to spend time in thanking God. I like to recognize things in my life uh, that, 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 that I can thank him for because see, to me it's so easy to take life for granted and take, uh, for granted that we have eyesight or we can hear, we can speak, we can smell, we can move our arms, we can walk, whatever it may be. And you might say, well, Sean, I'm listening to you right now, but I'm legally blind, but see, you can sit there and praise God that you can hear or you could speak, you can communicate. So see, there's always ways that we can uh, find opportunities to thank him. And, you know, um, I hear a lot of people will say things like this. I am so thankful and I'm so thankful for this or that. And, and, and the reason being is because I could be in that one particular person's situation. It's not that you're mocking or glorifying or whatever the situation they're in. But you really actually look at their situation and say, wow, 
how privileged I am that I'm not in that situation. Now, obviously, you can pray for them. You can help them in whatever situation they're in. But I'm just trying to say that, yet, that you know, we can always find something to praise God about. We can always find something to worship the Lord about. We can always find something to give him praise. Amen? We can always, like I said, being repetitive, I apologize, but we can always thank him for something. You know, I, I myself today, I've, uh, you know, I've ate uh, breakfast. I had oatmeal for breakfast. I had juice. You know, um, today I had two oranges. I had some peanuts. I had some raisins. You know, I'm just saying, I have something to thank God for. Because unfortunately, there's people in this country where I live at in Guatemala that are not doing too well financially. They're not doing too well at having the opportunity to eat something. You know, so see, to me, yes, we need to help these people. We need to pray for these people. We need to be able to bless them with uh, uh, food or whatever it may be. But I'm just saying we could be thankful that we're not in that position, that God has enabled us and allowed us to be able to have food, to be able to have finances. And again, I don't want to get into the discussion of why they do or don't, but I'm just saying that we need to be thankful in our lives for the provisions that God has blessed us and given us, enabled us to be able to live the lives that we're living. Amen? So, you know, offer prayers of thanksgiving and gratitude, expressing appreciation for God's blessings and provisions in your life. Like I said, we need to recognize what we do have. We have something that we can praise God about. And I believe that as we learn to worship him and give him the praise, it will put our minds in the proper perspective of who God is. You know, God is a lot bigger than, than many times that we try to portray that he's not. Meaning, and what I mean by this is you're believing for him to do something in your life. And then as you pray, immediately five minutes later, you're doubting if God can even do it or willing to do it. You see what I'm saying? So see, it's so important that as we learn to pray and spend time with him, we need to learn to worship and magnify and glorify and who he is. And as we do that, we are going to make him out to be a very, very big God in our lives. And we're going to begin to understand and know that he is going to do something amazing in our lives because we recognize who he is. You know, it's just like this morning I was praying. Again, I shared in this uh, uh, podcast how I am believing and seeking God for some things in, in, in ministry. And, uh, you know, I begin to tell God, God, I know that you're doing something. I know that you're moving mountains behind the scenes. I know that you're speaking to people. I know that the angels are moving on my behalf. I know that the Holy Spirit is speaking to people's hearts. So see, to me, I began to praise and worship and who he is and recognizing what he is doing in my life. And because of that, I know that doors are opening for my life. Amen. Well, you know, I want to bring this to close. We'll pick this up next time and we'll talk about worship. Uh, and uh, I just encourage you to stay uh, true to this uh, uh, podcast or this video uh, on YouTube or radio message, whatever it may be. Don't miss out. Don't miss out on, on this message because I believe that can and will change your life. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, I just pray for all those that are listening. I pray that uh, you encourage them to take time to journal, to write down uh, uh, the insights, the things that you're speaking to their heart. 
as they're reading your word, they're journaling, they're writing down things, they, they are gleaning from your word and what the Holy Spirit is speaking to their hearts. And then also, Father God, I pray that they begin to move into the realm of worship and they learn to worship you and give you all the praise and glorify your name, Father. So I just praise you and thank you that you encourage them through your Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. And then also, I'd just like to pray for those that are listening. I would like to encourage you to run the race uh, and give your life to Jesus Christ if you have not done so. It's a simple prayer by simply saying, Jesus Come into my heart, forgive me of my sins, forgive me uh, 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 of my sins in my life. I want to make you the Lord of my life. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you that you went to the cross for my salvation. Thank you that you went to the grave and you rose again for my salvation. You are now the Lord of my life. The Holy Spirit is now in my heart. And I thank you that I'm going to live this life for you. Show me the church. Show me the house of God that I need to go to to serve and to live for you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, it was that simple. You are now a new creature in Christ Jesus. You now have eternal life in God. Live for him, chase after him, and I will see you in heaven. God bless you all. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Sean Paul here, and I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. My heart is that you find the life Jesus Christ has for you, that you truly become fulfilled in Him. And make sure you subscribe and stay tuned because we have a lot more coming. God bless you.